Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Blue Jays Today Show, where today, guys, we're going to do a little bit something different today. We're not going to be really talking about no Blue Jays news. We wouldn't be talking about that here because there literally really isn't much going on with the Toronto Blue Jays. And instead, we're going to put all of our minds together and look at the future. We're going to look and see what the Blue Jays are going to do this year. And more specifically, the players on the Toronto Blue Jays are going to carry this team back to the postseason because it's going to be up to them to do that job. Uh, so we're going to do some overrunners with y'all right here on this beautiful Monday evening. I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. We basically took the 12 most influential players on the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, obviously, this will change, right? There could be some breakouts that we're not considering or or some trades or some acquisitions, you know, between now and opening day that we just don't know about. But the 12 most influential players on the team right now, in our opinion, we are going to go through, we're going to reveal what is currently being projected for said players. So if he's an offensive player, if he's a hitter, we're going to look at the OPS. If he is a pitcher, we're going to look at the ERA. And this is projected by baseball reference. So we're going to look at those projections. And then both Adam and I, maybe with a little bit of influence from you folks as well, are going to be doing some over-unders on whether or not we do think that this player is going to exceed expectations or not. Because looking at this team and looking at what they are made of, the roster construction, if these 12 guys don't go... Blue Jays don't go, especially based off of this offseason. So, I mean, I'm really hoping that we're going to see a lot of overs on this this show. Yeah, yeah, we better see them go, man. That's Ross's plan. Literally, Ross's plan is to have them go. So, uh, let's hopefully we get some overs as well. Uh, Big shout out really quick, too, as well, to the interns we have just brought on to the Blue Jays Today team, Max and Will. They're going to be in the chat, so say hello to them and and welcome them to the Blue Jays Today team. They're going to help the boys transition into the next stages uh, in this upcoming season. So big shout out to those boys in the chat. Uh, let's get started, shall we? And I think the obvious one to start with is uh, is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I'm going to flash you guys over right here. You got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leading off. Here are the 12 guys, by the way, so you guys can take a look uh, at it if you're watching on the YouTube stream. But Vladdy to start off, mm-hmm. let's reveal the over-under given to him by baseball reference and it is a high one. It is 872 wow. OPS. I 872. Didn't, I didn't expect them to go that high with him. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, for those of you guys who are watching on YouTube and seeing this live, 
My column will be on the left. Yes. Adam's column will be on the right. That's why you're seeing two Guerreros right there. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and we'll put our over-unders accordingly. 872, that is very high for Guerrero. That's a number that he has only hit one time in yeah. five seasons of, of Major League Ball. And that was just 2021. And in 2021, he absolutely smashed it. But every single other season, he mm -hmm. really hasn't gotten even remotely close. In fact, last year, he was almost 100 points less yeah. than that. That's a big jump. Yeah, you're basically asking for a, a, a better than average career year. Now, I mean, I, I made a video kind of hyping up Vladimir Guerrero Jr. because I think, you know, I was in a dark place. I'm uh -huh. going to be, if I'm going to be truly honest, I, I, I don't really know uh, what to expect after hearing that Ross Atkins uh, he's like, oh, this this team's it. This is the team that we have. So basically, I try to convince myself. I try to convince all y'all that that the only way that we have a winning season is with, is with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And he's going to the gym. He's going through his training right now. And we're seeing like good physical results. Is that going to translate to the baseball field? Like, is he going to hit the ball better? We still don't know that yet. But is he going to hit it better to exceed an 872 OPS this season? Well, I'll, I'll be honest, man. If you if you made a video about him, I think that you need to stand with your with what you said. I think you got to ride See, or die. Here's with the it. thing: I said he needs to save the season. I didn't say he was going to do it. So that's that's yeah, different. So there, that's different. There bro. you go, though. <laughs> and that's the, you're asking yourself: Then are we going to have a good year or not? Exactly. Basically, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so <laughs> literally, what we predict here has a trickling effect on the entire Blue Jays season. Pretty much, yeah. Do, like, are are we feeling confident that the Blue Jays are going to be going on to the postseason on the back of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And look, I think I think he could. I think realistically, he could. My kind of hopeful projection for him was like an 855. I think going over 872 is kind of wishful at this point after being two seasons removed. Well, it's, it's a, of course it's wishful. But again, I mean, I think, and we have said this multiple times, if our team is going to go, we need Guerrero to be a, be a strong all-star. Yeah. You know, if you're not going to get Cody Bellinger, if you're not going to go get, uh, I mean, Shohei Otani, which they missed out on. Now, I mean, we're hearing some rumors about J.D. Martinez, but right. I mean, we've heard rumors about everybody, right? So maybe they go get somebody, maybe they don't. Um, but I mean, Guerrero's still got to be the man to, to take you over the edge here. And... Um, and I do think that if if we are going to be a successful team going to the playoffs, we're going to have to hit over that mark. I am going to, uh, you know, against my better judgment here, I'm going to buy into what Ross Atkins is doing mm -hmm. um, because I, he believes in it. That's yeah. that's the decision he's made. He believes in it. I'm I am also going to believe I'm choosing to believe, although I, I know, you know, if I was really a betting man, I was to bet my life on this. Yeah. I might go under. But I think I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to say that Guerrero is going to have a, a very strong season. I don't think he's going to have a, a season like 2021, 20, right, right. but I think he might finish with like an 890 OPS, just over that mark, okay. just over. Okay, fair enough. And look, I, I do want him to break out in, in this kind of way, over an 872 OPS. But yeah, like if I'm a betting man, I got to go under and... I think that's where I'm going to go. My gut tells me going over is just too hopeful for me. It's like when I'm betting on my football team to do something today, mm -hmm. and I know deep down they really aren't because they're the Arizona Cardinals. For those who don't know, they're 4-13 and 13 this year. So, like, really betting on them was not a good decision, and, and betting under would have been the right decision all season long. So, for me, it's it just I got to go under. Look, I still think a great year would be an 860 OPS, right. an 860 for OPS for Guerrero, and I think that's very achievable over that, and, you know, that is quite the bounce back. Let us know in the comments, guys, what it is that you yeah. are riding with here, over or under on Vladdy. I think both of us want it to be over. In fact, I think every Jays fan yeah. wants it 
to be over, uh, but it is a big mark to, to, to hit right there. Let's move over to the, to the first. Uh, I yeah, see, uh, I see. I like that. You've done that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, let's go over to Chris Bassett. Yeah, let's do Chris Bassett here and see what his ERA is. 3.74 yeah. on Chris Bassett. And I guess for oh, this, wow. uh, it, it would be, or we're doing it, it's a good thing uh, to go under here. Yeah, it's a good thing it's to go, go under for Chris Bassett. It's a good Bassett. thing to go under here yeah, uh, for yeah. Chris Bassett. I mean, Bassett last year had a 360 ERA. And on That's his career, bad. he's got a 3.49 ERA. Yeah, 34 years old. He will be 35 uh, come time for the season. Uh, so, I, I mean, I like Chris Bassett. I think he's got the good stuff. I mean, it felt like the whole season he was a better than a 360, if that makes any sense. Like, there was times when I, when I look at this guy as a low three, you know, then he has some blow-up games here and there. I think down the stretch, he really did pop off. He really had some big, long yeah. games where he pitched eight innings, shutout ball, really good stuff from Chris Bassett. But is he going to do that for a, just remind myself, a 374 over-under? I, I don't see how I could possibly bet against it, yeah. though. I mean, like, the yeah. guy, the, the last time that the guy went over that mark was in 2019. Right? Yeah. You know, and, I mean, like, we haven't, it's one of those situations where I think I just have to ride this until the wheels fall off. Yeah. Like, I don't anticipate him to go back to what he did in the COVID year where he had a 2.290, array. Right? Like, that was just stupid. But, I mean, I, I think it is very realistic to say that he could do exactly what he did last season. And he was phenomenal last season. Mm -hmm. And he was under that mark. So, yeah, I, I, have, yeah. To, I have to go under here with, with Chris Bassett. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride with you there, too. I, you know, I even think he's going to be even better. I think he could easily get better in 360 last year. You know, we were kind of looking at Kevin Gosman last year, and I was looking back at this the video we did this last year. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were talking about Kevin Gosman, like, yeah, he had a good year, but, like, how often is he going to repeat that? We don't know. And, uh, you know, we were kind of skeptical on him. But, um, you know, I think because uh, they had him for, like, a 350. Right. And we were kind of, like, around the line. Like, we weren't sure, and he, he smashed it. I think he's going to have a, a great sophomore season with the, with the Blue Jays going under. On the ERA. Okay, so Chris Bassett's going to pop off, everybody. Let us know your thoughts in the comments mm -hmm. as well. Also, shout out to the 174 people watching. If you haven't already done so, please hit the like and smash the subscribe button, everybody. Let's move over to our next player here. I guess we're going to jump back over yeah. to the left column here and go with Bo Bichette. Uh, what do we have for Bo? 830. 830. This is this is uh, much higher than he was last year. He was projected 813, and he right. just hit it. He had 814. We'll flash over his stats here. Uh, so they are going much, much higher. That is quite a significant jump for Bo Bichette. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like both with Guerrero and with Bo right there, it almost feels like there's a little bit of a factor of like, hey, we're getting closer to the contract right now. We are mm -hmm. getting older. We are getting a little bit more pop as yeah. we get older. 830, though, that is a very good year for Bo. And I mean, like if I was to bet if I was to bet on Bichette to do that and Guerrero to do what he did, because I said yeah. over on Guerrero as yeah. well. And I said under on Bassett, a little bit of a homer effect going on here. <laughs> But, I mean, Bo Bichette is pretty damn good at baseball, too. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and guys, let us know in the comments, like, what uh, what would you guys do mm -hmm. uh, for these over-unders? We go over-under, 830 OPS on Bo Bichette. Uh, here's the thing that's kind of tripped me out, uh, making me hesitant to go over, is he hasn't gone over in his last full three seasons because you have his 2019 year, he came up, he was a rookie, shortened sample size. 2020, shortened sample size. Granted, he was over in both of those years. Mm -hmm. But ever since, it's been under, and... I, I think that there realistically could be a year where he goes over 830. Absolutely. But if I'm a betting man, I got to go under on Boba Chef for 830 OPS. Well, yeah, okay. So you're, you're, you're saying under for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and the, I think the problem with Bo is like he could still have a phenomenal season. 
but but having have an 800 flat you know yeah, just oh, there's exactly. so much production there you know just, he hits all the time the guy does not walk at all right and he's also not a major power hitter so all of that ops is being driven by singles and by doubles a lot of the time right with Bo, and he could still have a great year and just like last year and have an 814 so mm-hmm. uh, it is it's a tough one i am gonna go under as well i'm yeah. gonna say under for boba Shett, uh but it's gonna be it's gonna be very close it's that, gonna be very close i think what's gonna bring him over is the more home runs because i i think with a with a matter of fact i do think he is pretty much breaking out and he's broken out into league we know exactly what we're gonna get right mm-hmm. like you're gonna get the high batting average he hit the he hit 306 last year right you're gonna have that op uh, on base percentage not be that much more than the batting average but if he pops a few more home runs like if he hits 25 26 yeah he'll he'll be over that well mark. see here's the thing though i was thinking the same thing but i mm. have to disagree with you because i was looking at 2021 uh-huh. and in 2021 he had 29 home runs and yeah. he still missed the mark that was literally i didn't say that on the thing but that's the reason why i didn't mm. uh click over because that year he he, yeah. had, he played the full season he had 29 home runs and he just was just was underneath mm. so it, you know, I, I had to go under just because of that year you know, alone. You know what, too? You also got to consider, like, you know, there's a lot of factors involved here. Like, at-bats, he had less at-bats in 2023. He was hurt for that mm-hmm. time. We did forget about that. So that home run number could be total, uh, could be a factor there. Less hits. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of kind of factors there. He didn't play out the full season. So maybe if he had, like, you know, a bit more time or, or was healthy during that time, he was a little bit unhealthy during that time, too, coming back. Right. I don't know. There, there's factors there where, like, maybe if he did pop a few more, Maybe he could have gotten over. Who knows? Potentially. You can get OPS in so many different ways. Yeah, 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 sure. All right, let's move on to the next player, everybody. Move over to the uh, right category once again. Moving to the bullpen here, we got Jordan Romano. <laughs> and this was disrespect. Interesting. I Last year, they had him projected at a three. This year, they increased it to 3.39 ERA. Uh, For... I don't know about you, bro. I don't need to do much thinking. I got to yeah. smash the under. Yeah. I got to smash the under. I Like, did he have a really bad year last no. year? Like, he yeah, was like, under. He was under a three. Because I wanted to see. I what wanted, I thought. Yeah, no. Like, I'm, I'll flash it over here. I wanted to see, like, like you know, because uh, we, we both said over on the three. I think we were both, like, kind of like, uh, like, going under is kind of hard. But, like, maybe he'll have some regression. But he still he still went under three. Yeah. He had a 290, if I'm not mistaken. So, he was yeah, still phenomenal last year. He's been phenomenal his whole career, and now they are raising his expectation. I mean, yeah, yeah. I definitely have to go under as well, too. Like, there's yeah. just no reason for me to say – there's just no reason for me to to go over. He's only had one over a year, and it was his first season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, compared to the rest of his years, it's a very different year for the ERA, but still, 334 – are they factoring in age? Are they factoring in like... I don't know what the hell they're doing, man. That, be, that's questionable. I know a lot of Blue Jay fans out there like kind of hesitant about Romano because right. he can get blown up. Like we've seen the sliders down the middle. We've yeah. seen the mistake pitches. We've seen them, you know, flirt with danger, getting runners in scoring position while he had a clean slate. Uh, but I still think that he's going to have a great year this year. The Whatever league, that may mean. The league was undoubtedly figuring him out a bit last year. That was happening. We did see stretches where Romano was struggling mightily, and and he wasn't giving doing himself any favors. Yeah. But you got to hope that you know with all of the talent that he has, he does the readjustment. And I I mean like if when you look at the whole career, like he has just been that dominant. So I have to. I gotta ride with my guy. Yeah, you, I gotta ride with my guy. You're, you're, it's, if I'm gonna do under on Boba Shed when I have the entire is o, OPS being under 830. Yeah, I gotta go with this when his entire ERA 
is under 334. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Also, Lucas saying just joined. How are y'all doing the over-unders for pitchers? Is over better or is under better? Under Good is question. better for pitchers. Over is clearly better for offensive players. I know it's a little confusing. Yeah. One of them is bright green and one of them is bright yeah, red. Yeah. And, you know, bright red looks bad. But, uh, yeah. You know, maybe I'll change it over, actually. I'll have two separate ones for the pitchers. Okay. Make, it, make it green, you know Sure, I mean? sure, yeah. It looks good. It looks a little bit better that yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, moving on, folks, we are going to look over at Alec Manoa. I didn't see these beforehand. Alec, yeah, Adam, yeah. Made this, uh, Adam made this graphic, so I'm actually very interested to see what the projection here is for, for Mr. Manoa. For me, on my first glance... It was pretty tough to predict, and it is going to be a 380 ERA. Oh, no, I, I know where I'm going. You're going to go over? I'm going over. For me, it's wishful thinking. No. That's what it is. I, I really hope he can bounce back, but that's the thing. If I'm going to be really hopeful on Guerrero to bounce over 872 and I got to you know lower my expectations, I, I got to do the same thing with Manoa. Like, I think a safe floor – look, I think he can hit a four. Like I think a four mm -hmm. is reasonable for the year he did last year. And, uh, and another reality, I could also see him hit uh, pitching for a 272. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because his his floor and ceiling, we saw the drasticness from 2022 to 2023. So I think the exact th same thing could happen, but getting better. You know what I mean? It's possible. I'm not going to bet on it. I think yeah. that Alec Manoa is going to have some growing pains. Like, I, mm -hmm. I really do. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, more people have been talking about it. And I, I don't even think that this had enough media coverage. But the fact that uh, the pitch clock was a whole thing last year, I mean, like, maybe that really was a big problem maybe for him. Won. That is still going to be a big problem, you know? So, granted, I, I got to go over. Granted, he and, and Kevin Gosman said this in an interview, and this got, like, no media limelight, but Kevin Gosman said in an interview that Alvin was hurt coming to spring training. Right. And, like, and he didn't tell anybody. And, 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 like, he was rushed. He didn't start right. He also came into spring training, you know, 30 pounds overweight. We heard from Scott Mitchell from TSN. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of factors in there. I mean, that's why he got the shots in his elbow because he was hurt. Like, that's, so that's a big reason, too. So. Why didn't he tell anybody about that? Because he's Alec Manoa, you know? But that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Has that changed? You know, because yeah, that's, yeah. that's also a factor. I mean, right. like, this guy, like, why aren't you telling people about that? Like, yeah, I know you're Alec Manoa and you want to, you want to, like, do the thing. You want to be on the field and yeah. everything. But, like, you know, look at what happened. I hope that yeah. I really hope that there was a whole learning experience here. And yeah, like when you're hurt, when you're seriously hurt, when there is an issue, that is something that needs to be communicated. I know that, you know, you want to be the guy and we want you to be the guy, but you can only be the guy when you're 100 percent. Yeah. And, and you got to hope he's learned it, man, because look, he's a young kid and I could see a reality where if he's hasn't matured enough. And that's the word that we use a ton when talking mm -hmm. about Alec Manoa last year, like if he hasn't matured enough to realize, like I, to really put the team first. You have to get healthy. Yeah. You have to get healthy first before going out on the field. Because look what happened. Look at all the games that we lost. Granted, we still made the playoffs and didn't really hurt us mm -hmm. in the end of the day because you weren't even playing in the playoffs against the Minnesota Twins. But uh, but you could have done a lot better for the Blue Jays if you just would have gone on gone on the IR a lot sooner. Probably. You yeah. know. Let's move over to Mr. Alejandro Kirk. Ooh. Everybody, the captain. As you guys know, my favorite guy i already feel some bias creeping in <laughs> yep, I'm, gonna, yep. I'm gonna smash the o the green o what is the projection here 764 wow. ops on that's a, you know what that's actually kind of respectful i'm not upset about that at all i thought they, they were going to disrespect alejandro mm -hmm. Kirk quite a bit they didn't after last year mm -hmm. that is like pretty reasonable to me 
Uh, obviously, folks, last season, I mean, he still hit for a 250 batting average, which really isn't the worst when you consider the entire Toronto Blue Jays lineup. Mm -hmm. But there was no pop there whatsoever, everybody. Like, he had a 358 slugging, just not good enough. And the guy finished with a 692 OPS. Now, on the career... He's mm -hmm. got a pretty nice slash line. That is a very good slash line in terms of catching talent in the MLB. Yeah. And they're actually predicting that he's going to do a little bit better than the career. Very interesting. It is interesting. The The big keys for me to see uh, Al, uh, Alejandro Kirk bounce back is I got to see him get back to the approach that made him Alejandro Kirk. Because uh, we saw at times last year him wavering from it. You've seen him chase pitches that you would never see him chase. Yeah. And then he falls behind in a count. Or it would be a 2-0 count and he's geared up and he swings at a slider down away like he's really geared up for it i need to see a little bit more of a patient approach from alejandro kirk to get that to get that good on base percentage back like yeah the the op uh, the he dropped about 30 points in his batting average mm. dropped about what 30 40 points in his on base percentage we gotta we gotta bounce back a little bit yeah. uh, in the on base get get some better uh pitch selections and uh i don't know man you're basically saying be what you were in kind of 2022. That's what you're hoping for, for a yeah. bounce back to be 2022 level. And also, okay, if he did 2021, he would literally hit the mark. He would hit the mark, you exactly. Know? So I, I'm personally going to hit over. I think that he is going to bounce back. I believe in Kirk. Mm -hmm. I believe in the talent that is there. I think that uh, I think that he was struggling last year also with a little bit of injuries. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, and also his last year, it was bad. But it wasn't Alec Manoa levels of bad. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Kirk. I'm gonna say that he's gonna hit the over. Hmm, it's tough for me. This is probably the most split one I am out of all of all the guys right now. Mm -hmm. Uh because yeah, you are asking for a bounce back. Granted, you know, another year. Uh I say full year for a catcher. You know what I mean? He played 223 games or 123 games, excuse me. Like that's a pretty full year that's for a, a catcher. Year, yeah. Right? He had 100 uh 139 last year. It's tough to say. And here's the big thing that kind of was first got him off i think on the wrong start was when he didn't show up to spring training he, mm -hmm. he had a baby right mm -hmm. so i got him off to a wrong start and then going into the season who was the guy that was getting more playing time than kirk it was Danny jansen yeah, yeah right he was getting more playing time so then kirk really couldn't find a rhythm i think with this year you don't have a lot of bats unless we go outside and jd martinez but you're going to be using that dh spot a lot Right, so Kirk's gonna get a lot more at bats, and with that being said, I've just convinced myself I'm gonna go slightly over on Alejandro Kirk because he's yeah. gonna have more at bats. He's gonna be back in rhythm. He's gonna be in spring training. Hopefully, no second kid is on its way. Well, and Kirk's gonna, and Kirk's gonna be back. Keep in mind though, there's also the John Schneider effect. Not to talk you out of this, but uh -huh. there is also the John Schneider effect. Um, you know where he is kind of stupid sometimes, mm -hmm. and I could totally see a reality where even if Kirk is popping off and doing good, you know, mm -hmm. like he's got like an 820 OPS after April, uh, we're just throwing in Espinal, we're just throwing <laughs> in, you know, Biggio, we're throwing in these other guys like into the DH spot consistently. Against just, like, against like big teams like the Yankees, yeah, and the like Orioles, just you know. because mm -hmm. we're John Schneider and like that's what we do, I hear you know. You. So just, I'm just saying, well, just fact of that. On, on a John Schneider note, I mean, you got to hope that he's going to improve from last year. Uh, as well, right? Because I think also coming into camp too, yeah. you, you coming in, coming into camp, again, but from the factor like Kirk, he, he knows the players better than anybody else, John Schneider. And he knows Kirk was slow getting up to speed mm -hmm. in, in, uh, in regular season ball. You only saw Kirk really get regular at bats when Jansen went on the IL, yeah, yeah. right? So like, and that kind of brought him back up to speed. So I think it was just, it was a management kind of decision, right? This level of thinking is exactly how Ross Atkins has approached the off season. 
you gotta hope, you know, yeah, you it's like, you hope. just gotta hope, right? Go. Hopefully he's learned. Hopefully he'll be better next year. If not, we're not making playoffs. Facts. It's as simple as that. Hey, quick shout out to Deep Dive Jays for the 279 dono. Let's go. Thank you very much. Can we get Rodriguez still in a bat or two? No, we can't, everybody. We're getting one player, one, one player only, folks. So he better be solid. Thank you so much for donating, guys. Let's give a quick shout out here, actually, to the yeah. sponsor of this video now we're halfway through all of the players. Mm -hmm. Time for a quick shout out to Betway. Betway is the best place to make all of your sports bets on all of your favorite teams. Betway is also in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Must be 19 years older to participate. And guys, please bet responsibly. Now back to the content. Shout out to Betway, everybody, for being absolutely phenomenal. That is literally what we're doing right now, betting the yeah. overs, betting the unders. Guys, so if you have any interest in sports betting at all, hop on to Betway. Let's move on to our seventh Toronto Blue Jay folks, the absolute mm -hmm. ace mm -hmm. of the Blue Jays rotation. Give me some Kevin Gosman. What is this going to be? They've uh, baseball reference got Kevin Gosman at a 349 ERA. I, yeah, on. this one's an easy one for me, Come folks. On. This is them sleeping on Kevin Gosman. Yeah. I am going with the green under. Give me Kevin Gosman. He's going to put up another phenomenal year. And there's really no indication, right? Incredible year. Top in the Cy Young votings. No injuries. He's he's been the peak of his career. And for a pitcher. This is kind of where you're seeing in terms of age, where a lot of like elite pitchers tend to peak. Give me Kevin Gossman. He's, he's pitching for, dude, he could pitch for a, uh, an under two this year. Yeah. I was expecting a line of like 320. Like then I would have been like, mm, okay, maybe we're a little bit more competitive, but 349. Hell no, that's disrespect. No, that is disrespect there, man. Like if Kevin Gossman has more than a three and a half year, right? I think we're all going to be disappointed. I think he will be disappointed in himself yeah. as well. He can toss the green, uh, the green U right next to me as well yeah. there. That just, that seems ridiculous, you know? Like, 3.49 for him, but then you also, you got a 3.8 for Manoa. Like, I feel like that's just way too close, yeah. man. Like, Kevin Gosman is a freaking stud, dude. Yeah, we got to look at, just looking at uh, his baseball reference here. I don't know where the hell he even got these numbers from. Like, sometimes I feel like there's some bias involved in here. I don't know who the hell makes these projections, but it's definitely a little bit of bias. Because you're looking over Kevin Gosman, yeah, as you look at his career, 384. But for me, I, I always tend to look at what have you done in the last few years, right? Because mm -hmm. in baseball, you can be up and down, up and down. But Gosman's been only down in terms of the ERA numbers, 316, 335, 281. It, and then COVID year of, of 362. So in the last three years, he's been a dominant ace. Yeah. Why would he be anything higher than that? No, the, the lot, ever since he turned 30, the guy's been phenomenal at baseball. Yeah. And again, like you said, like you do see this time and time again with some of those, some of those veteran pitchers. They really do find themselves, you know, and they, it almost feels like they turn 30 and they get better because they have a better understanding of the game. They have better oh, yeah. mechanics as well. And because they have better mechanics and a better understanding of the game, I mean, they can call the game differently. They, they just they understand things yeah. more. They have more confidence and he knows what his pitches are. He knows who he is, right? Mm -hmm. He's a splitter ball pitcher, right? He knows. And what I love to see from Kevin Gosman is he was able to continue to make adjustments even last year. He used the fastball in counts where everyone's expecting the splitter. Because sure. last year, and guess what? That increased the strikeout total, right? Everyone's expecting the splitter. Everyone's expecting the splitter. How many times do you see him paint a fastball on the bottom part yeah. of the knees and they are caught looking? Because they're all expecting splitter. Just genius pitching. He's going to do it again. Agreed. What about Dirty Hands Dan, Ooh. everybody? Dirty Hands Jansen, folks. 
We gave the green O to Alejandro. Yeah. What are we going to do with Dirty Dan? Dirty Dan has an OPS of 793. Oh, and like last year when we were looking at this, they were going really low on Dirty. I think yeah. they were like 712 or something down low like that. They have found out that Dirty Hands is real. He he is a good player. He is but, the real fucking deal. But that's a big OPS number. That right? is, man. 793 right there. Uh, let's remind ourselves yeah. of what it was that he did last season. There was a lot of pop in Dirty Hands Jansen. I think it was around that mark, if not a little bit lower. Yeah. 86 OPS Damn. from Dirty Dan. 228 batting average, too. Uh, yeah, the guy that's the thing, doesn't man. make contact, but when he does... It goes, yeah. folks. It goes, and I just, I find it so funny. I mean, I think it's just great, uh, you know. But we, when you they always flash up those expected slugging numbers and like the the career sluggings mm -hmm. and all this stuff, and they have these lists, right? And it's like you know, in a in a two zero count, like slugging of players, and they yeah, got yeah. Mike Trout, Bryce Harper. Danny Jansen, Juan Soto, Ricky yeah, Betts. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just like, what, are you, <laughs> what is he doing here, bro? How you get here, you know? And it's, <laughs> it's like... It's because the batting average is so low. And then when this guy does make contact, yes, you're right. Like, it goes over the fence. It's annihilated, it's man. It's, it's it a is, souvenir. It is absolutely annihilated. Now, when I first saw that, Mark, uh, my instinctual reaction was I was going to get on... I was going to get on the U. I was going to yeah, get yeah, on yeah. the red U. But then I started thinking about it. Uh, Dirty Dan doesn't have an extension. I know. He's not I know. paid. He's not paid right now, everybody. He is not paid. And to my knowledge, he is fairly healthy, folks. It is going to be a big feat for him mm. to get over that. And I do think this is a little bit of bias coming in from me. Mm -hmm. But I do believe in the contract year. The contract year, that is a thing that happens. Players just play so much better. Danny Jansen, if he goes over that mark, at the age that he is right now, he will get stupid paid, and I think he is going to oh get my. stupid paid. So I'm going to go over. Dude, from just a Blue Jays perspective right now, leaving the analytics part of it out of this comment, if he does go over, that's our four-hitter. That that's our four-hitter. Four yeah. but, but I am worried and because of the health because he really has not stayed healthy in any year he's played. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and like in the shortened sample size, if he pops off and then gets hurt, like, yeah, then he's going to smash the over for me. But that's what it is. It comes down to like how good, how hot is he? When he gets hurt eventually, because he's just never been healthy. Wow, the guy hasn't played a hundred games since no. 2019. No, I didn't even realize that. Like, I knew that he'd been always like on and off, but yeah, yeah. When you look at what Kirk has done in the last few years. Yeah, and again, you say we will, but Alejandro Kirk. I mean, at least the guy has been here, right? Yeah. And Danny Jansen, like I love Danny, but yeah, like the, where where you been, man? You you know you've been kind of on and off the IL all season long. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. It's it's gonna be tough, man. And I do think. I'm just I'm just throwing it out here. Here's my logic of why I'm going to pick the under on this line for Danny Jansen mm -hmm. is because uh, because he's going to get more playing time because there's more guys. Uh, he's going to be able to have. Yes, he's got more at bats, uh, but I think that's going to kind of average out. I think if he does stay healthy, he'll kind of average out. Mm -hmm. um, but granted, he did hit 260 one time. Mm -hmm. I think if he hits like 260 again, like he smashes the over. But most more times than not, it's going to be a low 200. And with the injury, I don't know. For me, it feels like even if he does come back, he might have a few weeks of trying to get back into rhythm and he's hurt a little bit just striking out. So for me, I think I got to go with the under. I would love for him to be over, 
But uh, for right now, yeah, I got to huh. just chill with that. I mean, it's also like it, he can still have a very good oh, year yeah. and, and go under. Yeah, he had right? a great and year he, last year and he yeah, was exactly, under. Yeah, exactly, right? Like Danny Jansen, I, he really shouldn't be the four-hitter. Like he shouldn't, <laughs> you know? Like no. that's never been his role. That's not him. If he wants to develop into being that guy, phenomenal, right? Like you're going to get paid over $100 million on free agency if you want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, catchers aren't necessarily expected to come in and to hit 100 RBIs. And if he has over uh, – 793 OPS and he's going to be battle, uh, batting in the middle of the lineup then that's kind of what he's going to be doing so it would be a massive year from Danny if he did it it's kind of something that the Jays need but he can still be good whilst going under you know it's kind of uh kind of a great thing for Danny Jansen he's in a situation right now where if he does stay healthy mm-hmm. he could get absolutely paid totally. this offseason yeah. because He's going to be batting in the 4-5 spot for most of the season. You've got to match or even 6, maybe the lowest, right? Uh, what he needs to do is put some freaking padding on his hand. I can't have his hands keep getting hit, man. Yeah. Too many inside fastballs. That's how you get dirty hands. He can't get his arms extended. So pitchers jam him up and in. He's got to wear something protecting his hands. He didn't do it. He's never worn it, except I think coming back from injury, he wears it for a little bit. He needs to start with it, man. He's got to stay on the field. Yeah, and I mean, that doesn't even factor in the fact that the guy calls an incredible game, yes. right? Like, he is just yeah. a great game manager, and defensively speaking, you know, we've, we've touted this guy time and time again. Like, he's just a good catcher. He's just a good yeah. overall catcher, and if he can hit like a good offensive producer as well. Yeah, the guy's going to make stupid money. So I hope that you get the bag, Danny. I hope that it's with the Blue Jays, but I hope that you get the bag. Let's move over to Dalton Varsho, folks. Bad year, bad first year with the Toronto Blue Jays last season. What are they predicting for year two in Toronto? 729 OPS. That's a pretty good line, actually, if I'm going to be honest. Let's remind ourselves, folks. Of what he did last year. I believe I, it was like just oh, under 700. Is it not? Like I, 86, I, I 690 he, or something? I think he ended right. Oh, yeah. No, oh, even worse. I, I, I thought it was 712 for whatever reason. No, that's, that's his career. He ended with a 674 OPS. So basically what this line is saying is he's got to increase it by 50 points. And he's got to do more than his career. Oh, my. And do he's got to he have a career year. Does he have a career year? He's got to have almost a career. No, no, actually not. He had one bad year with the Toronto Blue Jays. And the last two, yeah. he would have hit over. Yeah. So that they're saying, dude, does he bounce back? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good line, actually. Yeah, it is actually a pretty good line. And frankly, like, if I was to, like, I was thinking if I was going to make a line for Danny Jansen, like, that's kind of where I yeah, put it, you right. know? So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm struggling here, folks. I am really struggling here. We just, we didn't see the power that we thought that we'd right. see from Dalton Varsho last year. Like, does it come around? Does it come around? I don't, it's hard for me to say over because I didn't watch him when he was over there on Arizona. Exactly, right. And because I didn't watch him over there on Arizona, I don't think I've ever really seen Dalton Varsho with a good plate approach or or with or, or with a consistent mm-hmm. stretch of just dummying the baseball. Yeah. Like, I've never, I don't have that never bias. Happened. Never happened. I've never seen that with my own eyes. So it's it's tough for me to say, oh yeah, of course, like he's just he's automatically mm-hmm. gonna go back to what he was when he was in Arizona because this is a completely different team, different, a completely different situation. Right. So, for fuck. for me, I'm looking at these numbers right here. What's the clear different right here, difference right here? Yes, the OPS is a lot lower and the batting average is slightly lower. Same with the on base, but that kind of goes with the batting average. But it's a slugging. Yeah, it's gone. No power. There's no power at all. And if you looked at the Blue Jays last year. There was no power at all. Mm-hmm. Boba Shed didn't really have any power. Vladdy didn't really have any power. Uh, George had no power. Like the power was vanished, other than Dirty Hands Jansen. He was the only guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, the power was gone. So was it a 
approach by the entire Blue Jays lineup that then caused him to lower his slugging? I don't know. If they're trying to change that, if those moves really with Hag coming up and assisting and, you know, having Don Mattingly, you know, be in the conversations with the offense, uh, uh, you know, with the lineup and, and prepping the hitters. Mm-hmm. If Is that going to change? Again, that's all wishful thinking because I, I don't have anything to base it off of. This is this is probably, I think, now the hardest line to pick here. Where are you, where are you, you know, kind of sitting right now? I'm really looking at both the numbers between 2022 and mm-hmm. 2023 right there. Yeah. And actually... It's just the difference of seven home runs. Yeah, because he got yeah. the he hit the exact same amount of doubles. He hit the exact same amount of triples, and he was shy by mm-hmm. about nine hits. Yeah, and he was down yeah. seven home runs. He so just, it yeah. really is the fact that he he didn't Missed. have seven home runs. Yeah, and that was the difference. Everything else is pretty much the same. So do we think that he is going to get back to hitting closer to thirty home runs? Or closer to 20. Like That's the question. That's the thing. Is, 30 or 20. And I actually do think he'll probably hit. If I were to do a safe bet, like his, his home run line might be like 23, 24. I think he'll hit a little bit more. Now that he's more accustomed to the team. and But that might put him right around the that OPS line. Right it, it's a coin flip for me, folks. It's a coin flip. And I think because uh, I've been kind of going with my logic brain a lot, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with my heart a little bit. I'm going to say he's going to go slightly over. He's going to hit like 735. Okay. This year, I'm going slightly over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna differ with you. I'm gonna go under, but just under. Like mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, like literally, like we're talking 728 or something. We're talking like know? one or two home runs different. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll be Dalton yeah. versus. Over I really want to be wrong about that, man. Man, yeah. I really want to be wrong because again, if he does go under that mark, yeah. And again, I know people are gonna say you can't evaluate the trade for years to come, which I do agree with. Mm-hmm. I do think that that does make sense. But if he goes under in back-to-back years like that, it's not looking good. It's it's a loss. It's yeah. already a loss, but it will be for sure a it loss. It will be confirmed more loss. Hey, you know? Shout out. We did get a YouTube member just coming in. Uh, welcome to the starter hey, membership, hey, MB Anderson. There we go. Yeah. W's in the chat, everybody. W's in the chat, folks. If you haven't already done so, please make sure to like and subscribe <laughs> to the channel, guys. We are continuously growing and bringing you Toronto Blue Jays content. Let's look at Jose Burrios. Oh, oh, I remember the line they did here. My opinion, very disrespectful. They have him for a 419 ERA. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Feels like there's a pattern going on with the pitchers, man. It feels yeah. like with the pitchers, like they like to go. Yeah, because I'm just looking at all the pitchers, you know, like with Romano, I was like disrespect. With Gosman, yeah. disrespect. With Bassett, it kind of felt a little bit. But then Manoa, know? it's like, what? The Manoa, like we were, we yeah, we were kind of like the, the other direction. So uh, let's remind ourselves of the great career Jose Burrios has had. Yeah. But then again, you know, they might be considering the fact he's only one year removed from having Probably one of the worst pitching seasons we've seen it was on a Toronto Blue Jay it for was, a full year. <laughs> it was terrible, yeah. His 2022 campaign was absolutely atrocious, folks. But, like, that was just such an anomaly. Yeah. It was such a total anomaly. And when you look back at the rest of his career, he is literally, other than his rookie season, never gone over 
what wow. they are projecting. That's wild that uh, he's got a career ERA of 415. It is, it's it's just, just those two years. Yeah. Like that wow. one 2022 year screwed his career yeah, statistics. Yeah, literally. Because if you took that, actually do it. Take it out. Can you can you can do, I that? do that? Can you take it out? Yeah, use control. Oh, oh yeah, can't yeah. Do it. Oh wait, hold on. I think uh, if I do this, yes. No, no, no I it's can't factoring do it. it in. Damn. Damn. I wish, I wish, I, if someone knows how to, please let us know. That'd be sick to actually Yeah, book. yeah, it's like, I want to know, like, how much of an impact does that have? Like, I would, I yeah. would just looking at it, eyeballing it, like, he might be, like, around the four, maybe even just slightly under it. Yeah, slightly if, under. If he, uh, if he doesn't have that one 2022 year. So that just sucks for Burrios. Yeah. I do need to go under, though. Yeah, I, I really believe in Jose Burrios. I think that he is phenomenal, so. Uh, I'm going to smash the under, too. I can easily say... Look, anything in the three. Like it could be a it could be a high three, it could be a mid three, hell, it could be a low three. He could be could have a really great year this upcoming year. Um, yeah, easy, it's easy just, one. You know what? It's it's impossible not to bet on the pitchers after last year. Right? Yeah, like we, yeah. we saw it last year. These hitters are really difficult, you know, because yeah, like we we really saw bad years from almost all of them last season. But the pitchers were all fucking phenomenal, folks. Yeah. Like, how am I gonna bet? against Kevin Gosman or mm -hmm. Jose Barrios, you know? Mm -hmm. I see you say Kikuchi down there, too. I don't know how I'm possibly going to bet against that guy. I know what you mean, especially because, look, I love the ages. You know, I, I'm always about, like, okay, where are they in their career right now in terms of health and, and, and whatnot? Players tend to, like, have a little bit of an earlier career. Pitchers have a little bit later career. you got to get a little more wiser to be a good pitcher. All of our pitchers are in, like, their 30s, other mm -hmm. than Manoa, mm -hmm. right? And you saw the up and down from Manoa. He's still learning right now, so I, I can't bet against them. Yeah. Let's move on to George Springer the last batter here for the Toronto Blue Jays. And this is going to be an interesting one, folks. From what I remember, 772 OPS is the line that they have for George Springer. And he had a, a, a really bad year for OPS last year, from what I remember. Let, yeah, me, let me go find it. I think it was it. like 729 yeah. or something like that. Like, I, I think it was somewhere around that mark. And it just like not indicative at all of, of what George Springer yeah. is as a player. 732, I was very, very close. When you look at the career numbers and when you look at what he did last season, there is a vast difference, folks. There is a vast difference. And with George Springer especially, we were talking about it with Varsho, but with George Springer especially, it was the pop, dude. The yeah, Springer gone. dingers just were not there. I mean, like, oh, what the frick? Four, yeah. What are you looking at? Four, the 405 yeah, slugging? 405 slugging compared to the 472 that he had the year prior, the 555 that he had the year prior to that, the five, right? So it's Dude, like this his whole I'm, career, he's been great. And then last year. This is what I'm talking about. Like some people could point to Springer and be like, he's getting older, but I really still think it is a mentality approach by the Toronto Blue Jays hitting where they have just gone away from, we're going to swing for power. We're going to instead hit the ball the other way. We're going to just try and make a barrel contact. We're not going to swing out of our butt. Yeah. However, you looked at Springer, Last like last year, you watch him at the plate. He looks like he's swinging out of his ass every time. But I think that's just how George Swing looks like. But I don't know. There could be a factor that uh, it is. It is freaking weird that every single Toronto Blue Jays yeah, player. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody hit 30 home runs, and it's not that they're not capable, right? No, it's like you can't every, tell me that the home run derby winner can't hit over 30 home that's runs. That's what I'm you saying. You can't tell me that the Bobochet doesn't have the potential or that George Springer, yes. who, who has consistently been some one of the upper echelon players when it comes to slugging, isn't capable, right? Like they they or Matt Chapman, you know, yes. all these players, like it was just so weird that no one 
was hitting for pop at all. So maybe it was an approach thing. I don't know why we didn't decide to adjust that approach halfway nah, through the know. season <laughs> when we looked at our slugging numbers and right? said to ourselves, we are not scoring runs. Maybe it was, maybe by that point it was just too far gone. So what do you think though? 772, that's asking for a, a lot compared to last year. Does he get back to his slugging numbers? It's tough, man. This is another one of those tough ones because yeah, it, it is weighing on that just like Varsho. What are you thinking? It's yeah, I mean, and, and you gotta I don't wanna play the age game, but you do need to factor yeah. in a little bit of the age game here. Like the guy's getting up there and the, you're you're complaining about Danny Jansen not being able to stay healthy. I right. mean, George, Springer George Springer is, is part of that as well. He usually George Springer stays on the field, but you know that he's always ailing with something, right? Yeah. He's always grabbing something, he makes a big swing, he's wincing, he's you know, like gingerly jogging to first, like He's always dealing mm -hmm. with something, man. And it is difficult to be at your peak performance when you have, you know, these little lingering things going on. Yeah. Uh, look, for me, it's I think George Springer's ceiling now at, at his age and where he is. I think a, a, a peak ceiling for him would be like an 830 OPS. Right. And, and I really and I think he hit his like floor last year. So this is right at right in the middle. And if I'm a betting man coming off recency, I think I'm going to have to go slightly under on George Springer. Like a seven, a 760 mm -hmm. OPS is what I would I would say he would have. And you know what? I'll take it. I'll, like, I'll take it based on where he is in his career. Oh, man. We'll take it for the money we're paying him. Yeah. That's for sure. But I'll take it for where he is in his career. This is a tough one, man. This is a really tough one. I think I'm, I was also leaning under. But like part of me is just hoping – that you can squeeze one more one more year one more year out of that you know like there's just a little bit more juice if you can get a good year here from george springer then i'm not mad about the contract i'm not you know he can suck in the in the <laughs> next two years that we yeah, have him right yeah yeah you were always expecting him yeah. probably the last two years weren't gonna be great anyways like but if you can just squeeze one more year out you know yeah give me a renaissance give me a nelson cruz give me a give me a charlie blackman give me okay. give me something let's go over okay I would love that. I would love that. Last one, guys, on this list is our final pitcher, Yusei Kokuchi, who had an incredible bounce back year. Quite a year we had. Yeah. And this might play a little bit into the decision of whether we go over or under. His line for ERA is 441. Ooh. 441 is what baseball reference is telling us right here, folks. If we go over and we look at his career. Granted, hmm. could, you could make an argument Kokuchi is a completely different pitcher because he changed. Mm -hmm. He changed how he pitches nowadays. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to say he's getting, you know, all these other pitchers are getting wise and getting more experience, same with Yusei Kokuchi. He's 32 years old right now. Has he figured it out after putting up a 3.86 ERA last year? What are your thoughts on that line? That's 441. It, you know it's yeah. it is a pretty good line, man, because yeah. I don't think that in any other year, correct me if I'm wrong, but is he has he gone under that in any no. other year no. other than last year? No. Or was that the only season? That's the only Oh, he actually he, had a 441 in 2021. He just hit it. <laughs> in in his best other year, he yeah. just hit it. And then he came to Toronto and he was terrible the first season, and he was pretty good last year as his career high this one is kind of tough man yeah this yeah. one is kind of tough I, I think i'm gonna lean with the under like if there's some aggression i think it's gonna be like maybe a four 420 uh, era and the, you know they're gonna adjust to where what he's adjusted to now because mm -hmm. everyone was expecting the old kikuchi and then he, he really adjusted 
uh, and no one was able to make that. There was there was times at the end mm-hmm. of the season where he was getting hit a little bit and that actually raised the array. I remember for a long time, he was actually one of the leaders in ERA for the Toronto Blue Jays, like in the low threes. Then he was getting kind of hit a bit. I, I hope that he's taken this offseason. I hope, again, wishful thinking, mm-hmm. that he's now learned and then gone back and, and made a little bit of a readjustment to how they attacked him at the end of the season. But I still think that's going to be good enough to get an under here of 441 for me. Green under. Let's do it. That means I'm going under, except for Manoa, on all the pitchers. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I feel like that's that in its own right is like, uh, you know, like are we are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna say that? Are we gonna tell that story? Like all of them are gonna be incredible again? Like yeah, yeah. it's tough, man. Like I'm actually kind of struggling with them. And I see the chat, like I got a few unders in there, but I also got an over two. And it and it is it is a little it is a little difficult here for sure, right? I think the biggest thing with Kikuchi is, are you going to find the strike zone or not? Are you going to be able to find the strike zone or not? Because in his year that he had in 2022, I think he had a one and a half whip. One yeah, and a one half, and half whip, whip. You know? He and last year, And last year, he dropped that to 1.27, yeah. which isn't, which honestly isn't incredible, but it's it was good enough good. Yeah, to, good to enough. get by, you know? Mm-hmm. And the question is, are we going to, are we going to be walking people like crazy again? Or are we going to find the zone? That's the question. I don't know. I, I, if anything, I think last year gave him a lot of confidence. And when you say, you know, when you say is doing well, mm-hmm. he's got confidence. Yeah, that's like, true. He, and I think, like, you can be proud of what you did yeah. in the MLB last year. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I feel like you're shit. leaning under, but... I, You know what? I, <laughs> or I, over, I mean. Yeah, I feel like I'm leaning over, too. But, like, part of me is just really wants it to be under, you know? Because uh, again, if it's over, then that's that's hey, a bad season. If you're if you believe in uh, you know final years and doing well in the final years, it is his walk year. I you know what, and I do I do agree with that. But also, I just I feel like Yusei Kikuchi is different in the sense where, like with Danny Jansen, I think that that's going to help him. With Yusei Kikuchi, I feel like he'll get in his head about that. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. like that's yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm, I'm attacking it from for right. him. So <laughs> you know what? I am going to go over. I hate to say it, I am going to go over with Yusei Kikuchi, but just slightly, like maybe four yeah. and a half. So there okay. you have it, folks. That is our our kind of Toronto Blue Jays over under. Let us know in the comments. Let us know your thoughts. Were you riding with us? I feel like. Our predictions, yeah, they're definitely kind of biased. They are a little they bit, are yeah. a little biased for sure. And I imagine if you had a Yankees fan in here, they would not feel the same way that we do. <laughs> yeah, they would probably be under on Kirk, under on Danny, like you know, they'd probably be under a lot of the pitchers too. But what is the wins projection here? Uh, with this kind of team, honestly, for my side, look, yeah. I have our two best hitters not doing as well as I'd hope them to do. I hope they and do those. You OPS. have Springer going under two. And so our top three hitters, I am off. So if, and our pitchers are gonna be good. If I if this happens, it's basically the same year as last. I, year. I think we miss playoffs. Basically, I think we get 80, 87, 80, 86 wins with this team. Whereas me, I say Guerrero does good. I say George Springer does good. I'm not on Manoa. I'm not on Kikuchi. I'm kind of like a little bit of both. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dipping my toes into both sides. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. You didn't, granted, you have the middle of the lineup, Kirk and uh, Danny really popping off. Kirk like, and they're Danny driving are in runs. Good. That's true. I think the, in your proje- projection, the offense pops off. The I think offense, the offense, does, a lot the offense better. does better in my projection. The pitching does worse. Uh-huh. 
So where do you got right now? Probably I, I, like I'm probably or honestly around like 89, 90 wins. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think you know? you're back to 91, yeah. 90 wins <laughs> as well. So that that team, your team makes playoffs. My team just misses, and we all cry ourselves to sleep yeah. in the off season. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. We appreciate every single one of you. And as always, folks, go, go Jays, go! go!